What's behind the secret curtain to success that no one tells you? That's what we're going to talk about today. Good morning, competitor, and welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. Jake here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is episode 672. Today, I was inspired by a question I got on Instagram when I did a recent Ask Me Something, and someone asked, what are the things people don't tell you about being successful? And I thought it was an important enough question to share here as we wrap up the first half of 2023 and we set ourselves up to sprint for these next six months toward some version of success in our life. The first thing I said is that success is different for everyone. Chasing another person's version of it can be a painful lesson you learn through experience. A lot of us, we're chasing someone else's definition of success, believing that's going to make us happy. And we have to take the time to evaluate what do we really want? What's the life we desire? What's the purpose that drives us? Is it to make 5, 10, 20, 30 million dollars? Or is it to make $200,000 and make every one of our kids' soccer practices and our daughter's dance recitals? What is success for us? Is it being a great husband, a great father, and then a valuable contributor to our team? Or is it something different? There's no right or wrong answer, but one of the most important things is defining what success looks like to you and understanding that can change. Success for me when I started Compete Every Day is very different to where I am now, a week away from turning 40. I have a very clear picture of what I want this second half, hopefully not even at the halfway mark yet, but these next 40, 50 years to look like and what success looks like for me in that. It's living up to my core values. It's hitting some milestones from a financial standpoint. It's continuing to publish content and books that can help other people. I've clearly defined success for me and that's what I'm chasing every single day, but someone else's version That wouldn't make me happy. That wouldn't make me fulfilled. And honestly, I wouldn't want to make certain sacrifices to have that because that doesn't mean success for me. So number one, understanding success is different for everyone. You have to do the work to define what that's going to be for you. Second thing is success is lonely. You have to sacrifice comforts and conveniences that most won't in order to reach it. This is something that we don't want. We want our cake and eat it too, right? We want the easy path and the great rewards. We want all the accolades and attention, but we don't necessarily want to do the hard work. But the thing about success is it's lonely because a lot of times you're having to make sacrifices and make choices that most people won't. It's that sacrificing Friday and Saturday nights out, hanging out at the bar, going to watch the game in order to work on your side hustle. It's putting aside that late night during the week with buddies in order to get some sleep so you can get up early and train because you've got that powerlifting competition coming up. It's the choice to trade a weekend at the beach and instead go to a personal or professional development conference to improve yourself. It's lonely sometimes to not spend money watching Netflix or buying toys to keep up with everyone else so that instead you can save up to purchase your first rental property or build an emergency fund for a rainy day. Success is lonely because there's not many people that are succeeding in life 
because it requires that we do things that most people won't do. It requires a sacrifice of comfort and convenience. And most of our society isn't programmed or will intentionally choose to do that. The third thing people don't tell you about success is that it takes time. It's always a longer journey than you think it is when you get started. I work with a lot of new and aspiring speakers uh, with my friends over at Speaker Lab. And one of the things I, I talk to these new speakers about through the cohorts is that it's not an instant process. Like saying you want to be a speaker and having a talk does not suddenly build your book of business. It takes time. It takes reps. It takes opportunities to get your name out there, to improve your craft so that people know you. This is something that you have to be impatient in the day-to-day -day work, which means every single day you show up giving your absolute best, working as hard as you can to make progress. But in the big picture, you got to be patient. Impatient in the day-to-day patient in the long term because success is not quick and easy. Heck, if you'd have told me in, back in 2011 when I first started selling t-shirts out of the trunk of my car what the next 12-ish years would have looked like, I thought, man, there's no way. It's not going to take me that long. But sometimes it does because sometimes you got to learn lessons. You got to make adjustments. Sometimes you make bad decisions. Sometimes you have to take three or four, five steps back in order to take 20 forward in the long run. Success is always going to take longer than you think. It's kind of like building muscle or losing weight. You don't do it in a week or a month. You do it day by day, day by day, day by day. And over time, you start to build the results you want. And then finally, the fourth lesson or thing that people don't tell you about becoming successful, it's like a bouquet of roses. It feels good and lives for a second, but it soon fades. So you have to be someone who loves the pursuit of success more than the feeling of it. Anson Dorrance, who's the famous women's soccer coach at the University of North Carolina, would give his players a rose before their first playoff tournament game. He'd give them a second rose or two roses after that second game and what he was hoping for them to remember is that that win that victory is it's beautiful but that it fades and no matter how much you care for that rose it's going to die you see our successes are not permanent but then again neither are our failures and if we become someone who loves the competition and pursuit of success more than just feeling the success we'll continually grow show up and be successful no matter what endeavor we're in because it's those individuals who love the work. They love pursuing greatness. They love looking for opportunities to grow, to compete, to get better that ultimately do the best in the long run because everyone else, they may love it for a little while, but once they succeed, once they win that game, once they get that promotion, once they receive that bonus check, they relax. They become complacent. They don't try as hard anymore. And then they wonder why their success was that one time, that one hit versus other people who found a way to keep showing up and succeeding at different levels. Now, these are not anything wild. A few of these things you may have already known, but I wanted to share because wherever you are, I know you're pursuing a success today and your success may look different than mine and that's okay. And I want you to know if you're feeling lonely chasing greatness that you're not alone. There's a whole community of us right there with you. And sometimes all you got to do is ask for help or just is anybody else 
doing this work, working this hard, chasing this long with me. And a great place to do that's in our free Facebook group, Compete Every Day, facebook.com slash group slash compete every day. And then success takes time. Continue to be patient in the long run, but impatient with how hard you work every day in the process. And then finally, understand success is like a bouquet of roses. Feels good, smells good for a second, but it's going to fade. And if you can become someone who loves the process and the pursuit and the chase of greatness more than smelling the roses, then you've set yourself up for success. You have the opportunity for the next six months to make this year successful, regardless of what's happened this week, this month, or the last six months. You could be having the year of your life, or you could have just been laid off. You could be going through one of the worst storms of your personal life, or you could be flying high. But the year is not over yet. In fact, you still have half of it ahead of you. And as I think about the halfway point, halfway point's not over. No, no, there's so much left in this book. There's so much left in this movie. There's so much left in your year. But the way you're going to determine how this year goes is how you show up in the next six months. It's not letting this last month, this last week, this last six months determine how hard you chase in the next six. Perhaps today you need to take a big deep breath and reset. Make today your day one and start chasing again. Maybe today you need to reset and realize that, man, I've had a really good year, but I feel myself taking my foot off the gas. Now is the time to push the pedal to the metal and keep going. Maybe right now, today is the time that you need to say, I'm tired of trying to do this alone. Where can I find some community so that I know I'm not in the throes by myself? It's time to join that group. Wherever you are, success is out there waiting for you, but it will not come to you. You've got to be someone willing to go run it down. So today, I hope you finish this month in full pursuit of your version of success, of your best life, and the future you desire to live in. I'm cheering for you, competitor. Go win your day. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Every Day, get involved in our leadership cohort, or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. I'll see you next episode.